Well, hey, welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. I'm Brandon. And I'm Craig. Hey, welcome. I'm glad you could join me. I'm glad to be here. You this know, is awesome. It, it, it's it's kind of different because we everything we do, we it's always been with Craig and Brandon. And this one, it's like with Brandon and Craig. Yeah, and we may have to talk about that because I'm not quite sure how that happened, to be honest with you. Well, I, I thought we decided it was alphabetical. Is that what awesome, we is that what awesomeness. we went with? Well, that's I would definitely go with the alphabetical. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'd say awesomeness too. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, maybe or it just looked but, all right. But a way to stick your name up front. Exactly. You know, I had to do what I could. <laughs> so, uh, well, this is our our first inaugural podcast, episode one, episode one, season one, episode one. Awesome. And um, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things. We're going to be talking about sports, maybe. A little bit. We might be talking about kind of culture and what's going on in the world. A lot. Um, definitely talk about um, God's Word and, no, and what it says. And um, we're recording this on a Monday, so we just had our church service yesterday. And mm-hmm. uh, just a great day, a great day of worship and growth. Mm-hmm. And I know um, I walked up to you after the service and was like, I would take my shoes off, but um, my socks would be all bloody and you'd be able to see that because I felt <laughs> like I got my toes stepped on. But it was a good thing. And I think that's what that's what church should do. It should help us to... To understand our weaknesses or our faults and, and oh, yeah. be able to change and, and be more like Jesus. Well, you know, the thing about, you know, when you're, when you're talking about um, going to church and and you're even talking about, like, you know, you, you said you got your toe stepped on. It, it's it's one thing to listen to it and get your toe stepped on. Right. It's another thing that you're actually the one up speaking and you got your toe stepped on. Does Absolutely. that make sense? No, I mean, 100%. So um, it's just it, it's just a, a, a very convicting thing when you're the one up front and you're like in the back of your mind sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, I'm not even doing this myself real well. Exactly. And uh, But it's very convicting how God does that because, you know, you, you know preparing like a message or a sermon or even a class or whatever, you know, you, you spend a lot of time doing that. And, right. you know, just to get up to do 30 minutes is, you know, hours. And uh, the thing that you, when you're going through that, you know, you're you're already convicted of that. Right. And then when you're actually doing it, it's amazing how the Spirit works in you while you're doing it and you're reconvicted. Because mm-hmm. um, there was a couple of things yesterday that, um, you know, we talked about. And, um, you know, even on my way home, I just... I prayed a few. It's like, oh man, Lord, I really need to be better at this. Right, so, right. But yeah, so I, I had the same thing. I had to take my boots off and you know rub my toes. That you yeah. know, it felt pretty good. Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, you know, when you know, I I've been a worship minister now for uh, leading worship for almost twenty years. Um, but there was a stint here where we were in between ministers, and I was preaching almost weekly, about three weeks on and three weeks off. You were doing it all. And um, it was doing a lot, but, you know, I told somebody at one time, it's like, man, I feel like I'm preaching to myself more than I am other people. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, anybody else. But but I think it's a good thing because as you, um, you know, as you, like you said, as you study, as you dig into mm-hmm. God's Word, you know, you're convicted, but you're also reminded Right. Of of the hope that we have, and and so it's a kind of a, a cycle. It's a process. Oh so yeah, that's good. It is a process, and um, you know, just getting um, just getting to the the place of you know, we were just talking about you know what what do you need to get over? What do you need to release to God? And you know, what do you what do you have to do? And right, and just man, the Apostle Paul, you know, in the Book of Ephesians, when we were reading that, I mean, that's just totally uh, mm-hmm. 100% convicting right and um, you know get rid of all bitterness rage and malice and anger and, and all those things because mm-hmm. that is not that's not the way you're supposed to to, to move in your life right and, I mean when you just start gauging each of those words to yourself 
my my goodness, it's it's convicting. It is, and yeah. um, you know, I'm I'm reading that verse yesterday out loud, and um, in the you know, my heart was just heavy because there's a couple. I mean, I'm I struggle with a couple of those. Right. So yeah, but we won't tell anybody about that. We won't tell. We won't touch on. Yeah, which let's not go. Let's not go any deeper. You know. Yeah. Yeah, so no, it's it, and it was good. It was it was great um, just to be able, like I said, to be able to worship together and mm-hmm. to be able to get together. Um, and so let's let's switch gears just a little bit. Okay. Let's talk about the podcast. Yeah. Um, so we we threw out a bunch of names for the podcast, right? We threw out mic'd up. We threw out um, rounding through. We you know you and I are both baseball fans. Yeah, we like right? baseball. So we threw out some <laughs> baseball terms, um, touching the bases. Um, we threw out some some terms. We had a, a sermon series that I it's probably one of the most simple graphics that we've had before. Um, but I loved the title. It was called "The Elephant in the Room." We talked about that, mm-hmm. maybe having that. Right. Um, we had landed last week on um, fundamental. We and did. I don't know if that's because we were thinking about you and I being mental or what. Well, I was thinking more that that would you know I'm more fun and you're more mental. So <laughs> that, there you go. exactly. You know, maybe that's what it was. Um, and then so we even had a graphic for it and. The next day, you and I both just weren't feeling it, and so we we changed it. It was like grounded, and so we actually did a. Can I just backtrack yeah, for a minute? For we it. actually did a um, you know a test podcast mm-hmm. last week, and um, we sent it out to to a few people, and then I had some people send it on to some other people, and um, so I had a, have several people ask, "Are you guys going to air that one?" And um, and if somebody wants to hear like the what what would we call that? The pilot episode. The pilot episode. Um, yeah. You know, if somebody wants it, maybe we could send it to yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. If they, if we they can request. email that. We've yeah. got it on a file. And so it's like thirty minutes long, and um, you know, we were. Um, it was kind of one of those things where we just sit down and, and it just happened. And um, right, you started it, and I was like, I didn't even know we were recording. Right, so. right. But anyway, um, but yeah, you're right. We 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 were all over the board with thinking about a name and you know what what we wanted to do. And we just we just wanted to sit down and cover a multitude of uh, subjects. Right. God, you know, I think we talked in the pilot, you know, coffee or, you know, baseball. Right. Uh, we talked a little bit about, you know, what our, you know, what our, what fundamentals are when it comes to living for God. And um, so, yeah, and I do like Grounded. I think Grounded is a good name for this. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you and I both are sitting here right now and we both have what? We both have a cup of coffee. You know, we both like our coffee. And so you think of coffee grounds, um, but more importantly, kind of where we landed was being grounded in your faith, grounded not faith. being swayed, yeah. not being affected by what's going on around you. Well, there's a verse in Colossians chapter one, verse 23, and um, I don't have my glasses. So um, here we go. It says, uh, if indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast um, and are not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you have heard. Uh, which is preached to every creature under heaven, of which I, Paul, became a minister. I mean, does that not just yeah, perfectly fit with yeah. that with that thing? I mean, we're we're going to be grounded in the faith. We're going to preach the truth of God. We're going to, I mean, basically for me, it is the it is the gospel of Jesus Christ, one hundred percent. Anything else is just in in the way. I think so. exactly. Yeah, and for me, when I think of that and being grounded, um, you know, I think of Christ being the cornerstone. Oh, 100%. You know, and, and Paul talks about that as mm-hmm. well, about he, he is that foundation. Right. You know, when we're grounded, we have a firm foundation, and he's that foundation where everything we do, you think of the cornerstone and the way they were used back then, it was the very first stone that was laid, and and it was the stone that everything else in the building mm-hmm. would come off of. So the lines had to be perfect in oh. that cornerstone, and that for us is mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. 
And I think that that, you know, that passage of Scripture just plainly lays that out. And so, oh, 100%. you know, where we ground it, we're grounded in our faith in Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it. And then sometimes, you know, if, I don't know, I do something that I shouldn't, you can always ground me, I guess, too. So You know, you know I've actually meeting. thought about grounding you a few times, you know, and... Um, <laughs> I wondered how that would actually work out. I thought about giving your wife and kids a break and say, hey, you know what? He's been grounded for the night. They'd be like, yeah. Exactly. Like, hey, they would um, probably appreciate that. <laughs> or and maybe not. At I least my know. wife would. Yeah. So what what is up with you? Anything big going on? Well, not really anything. You know, this is a, this is a Monday, and, I, and I'm assuming everybody's going to be listening to this like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday or whenever um, after that. And you know how Mondays are. Mm-hmm. You know, you get started off, and we, it rained yesterday. It was a little cloudy and, you know, cold this morning. And um, so I have this thing where I pick up my, you know, do like a Monday morning pickup at Walmart. And, um, you know, I love the way they do their pickup. I think they're, they're they awesome do. the way they do it. But every now and then, every now and then. They have a glitch, mm-hmm. and the glitch this morning on me. So that kind of set my day a little bit. Mm. You know, I didn't want to complain, and I didn't want to, you know, be uh, you know, be that guy when they right. came out with my order right. and they said, "Hey, we have um, we have your order, but we've lost some of it." Oh man. So I, my thing is like, um, how do you lose a bag of tater tots? I mean, really, I mean, did that just take off on them? I mean, I they, is it like a grease pig or it just ran off right. on them? I, I don't know. But anyway, they got it together and. And about a half hour later, yeah. I got it, and, and it was good. And, um, and then when you know, I hadn't had my coffee yet, so that Mm-mm. that that's a big hurt right there. Right. So, so guess what I did? I ran through Tim Hortons parking or drive through, got me uh, coffee, a couple creams, and a shot of espresso. And I will tell you again that as I was coming into Tim Hortons, and you've been to the one in Marysville, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was through there two days ago. What about that parking lot? Yeah, I'm going to have to buy a truck just to get through there. Dude, I went into four-wheel. I felt like I was off-roading. There was potholes as big as Lake Michigan. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty rough. It was crazy in there today. But it's worth it for the coffee. It was, so I'm going to have to replace my struts and shocks. But anyway, I got my coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's great. What about you? Yeah, nothing nothing crazy new. Busy week this week. We've got prayer night tomorrow night. Looking forward um, to that. We have a D group on Wednesday night, worship practice on Thursday night. So... Um, it's kind of a busy week for us, but right. we, we did it. Like you said, it was a lazy day yesterday. We sat around, and I watched the Masters. I don't watch a lot of sports on right. TV, but I do like the Masters, and I just there's something heightened about that, mm-hmm. and so that was kind of neat. There was a, a younger kid um, who was in contention, and then Hideki Matsuyama um, ended up winning it. Um, the first uh, player from Japan to ever win the green coat, and so it was just neat. It was uh, neat seeing the emotion really on his face and and everything. And then I watched uh, quite a bit of the Braves game. Big Braves fan, so um, I'm glad I went to bed. I, I was tired, <laughs> and I turned it off. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I just got to go to sleep. I'm glad I went to bed because when I did, they were tied. And I woke up this morning and saw that there was controversy that revolved around video replay. Oh, always. And if you're going to have video replay in a baseball game then you need to get it right. Oh, and no doubt. From what I saw, now granted I'm biased, but from what I saw, they got it wrong. So um, they were the Braves were playing. Was it the Phillies last yes. night? Mm-hmm. So um, which is one of my least favorite teams. But I know the Phillies has one player that you absolutely adore. Um, I, I can't. Is it Bryce Harper? Mm-hmm. You adore and him by adore. You? He's being sarcastic, and I really <laughs> do not care for Bryce Harper. But anyway, he's probably going to listen to this and call us or something. I hope yeah. he does. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? He he did hit. He hit a 
great home run yesterday for him. But I guarantee you this: that if the Braves pick him up in midseason, you're going to change your tune. You're going to be oh, like, I'd love oh, him. He's the best thing. He would be the best player. Cheesecake, exactly. Speaking of cheesecake. What about yesterday? Oh, the, man. The uh, men's thing. at um... So we've got a men, group of men that are leaving um, this summer. They're going out for about a week, week and a half, 10 days, I think, um, to Arizona right. to a, a mission that we support here at RCC without reservation ministries and just a great mission. They're there on the Apache Reservation, um, really close to Sholo, Arizona. And so we've got a group of five or six guys, men from our church and our men's ministry, who are going out to do a mission trip this summer. Mm-hmm. And so we have had a, um, a gentleman in our church um, who um, owns and runs Sweet Tooth Confections who makes some of, if not the best cheesecake that you will ever have. Okay, so if I can interrupt you just for a second, mm-hmm. hold your thought. Um, it is the best cheesecake it I've is. ever had. And, it and, and if you guys are listening and you want to order this, you can call the church because I will guarantee you, hands down, if this is not the best cheesecake that you've ever bought and, and had – um, I will buy your cheesecake and reimburse your, reimburse it for you because it truly is. I'm I'm not a huge cheesecake person because it usually has a tendency to lay really heavy and I don't like that. Not it's this not. stuff, man. It's I light. Don't, I don't know what he's done. It's like it's like the angels put their fingers in the mix. <laughs> that may be the secret ingredient. I think it is angels' fingers. Exactly. No, and and so what what we're doing is um, they are selling cheesecakes as a fundraiser and mm-hmm. um, and um, so that's it's just a. A really good opportunity to raise some funds for those gentlemen and what they're going to be doing this summer. But also, it's a great opportunity to get yourself a cheesecake or two or three. I heard they did really good yesterday. I heard it was like around eleven or twelve hundred dollars they did at the fundraiser, mm-hmm. and it's still going to go on for a couple more weeks. And, yep. and somebody I um, heard that they took one of the you know the papers and they've already helped them out and they've already sold another ten or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So that's. I've sold three already, and that's not counting the three that I'm going to buy. What? <laughs> okay. Okay, so here's what I'm going to – so they're going to come frozen, pre-cut. Okay. So I'm going to take them and vacuum seal them two or three slices to a vacuum seal bag and throw them in the freezer. Well, that's good. You're going to buy in three of them? Um, probably. <laughs> well, that's really good to know because in, um, I'm just going to buy one. And then so if you're getting three, I'll just tell you, hey, take mine out the night before. Bring it to me when you come to the office the next day. There you go. That work for you? That works for me. I'll just okay. charge you for uh, freezer space. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that was a good event yesterday, and it I was. really enjoyed it. And um, you know, you had the um, you had um, had the guys down there and uh, working hard, and mm-hmm. I thought they did a really good job. They did a really it good was job. Fun. I actually, um, when I was got done speaking yesterday, I actually went out and went down to get a piece because um, I didn't want to fight the crowd trying to get in line to get the cheesecake. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so I kind was, of fudged on that a little bit. I can't. Can I get mine early? And they gave it to me early. So that's good. It's it's not what you know. It's who you know. It's who you know. Yeah. Exactly. And they asked me, um, "Do we? Why do we got to give you special privileges?" And I'm like, "You don't have to, but can I go ahead and get it now?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> oh man. So what else is going on? Oh man, not a whole lot. Um, we got drums coming back to worship this week. I'm excited good. about that. That'll be good. Looking Worship's been really good lately. It has been good. It, it's just been really great. Um, I People think that have been there, singing good. There has been a an electricity. There has been. Um, and an excitement over mm-hmm. the past few weeks. And not even just Easter week, but prior, even prior to prior, that, prior, about yeah. a month prior to. Um, and so, you know, that's that's been exciting. But, yeah, people have been singing out. And... Yeah, even yesterday um, at church, um, I— you know, Easter was a different day, but even yesterday, you're right. The the, the word is um, electricity because I felt it yesterday. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I really did. And um, it was, um, you know, there it's the uh, the national average is that Easter attendance. You have Easter attendance, and then it usually drops dramatically the week after. So everybody right. runs low. And um, you said we were going to be 300 or more, and I didn't really agree with you. And, right. Um, I thought we'd be a lot lower, but looks like you were right. I was right. 329, I think, was yeah. our official number. Yep, that's why you're the amazing Chenault. I don't know about that. No, I do. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but no. I um, I uh, heard from um, heard from our uh, people down in uh, Kentucky this morning um, who listened, and he she said that they had about 35 or so people uh, yesterday joining us in worship, and yep. they really enjoyed it, and they wanted me to tell you they really enjoyed uh, Blessed Assurance. Oh, and good. You really did a good job yeah. on that yesterday. So yeah, that's a good song. Uh, that was really good. And um, she said that um, they were in there just singing along. That's I great. I thought that was awesome. That's great. And last week on Easter, they had about, what, 60, 60. you said? Yeah. That's crazy. They had 60 in there. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's really awesome. So, yeah, it's been uh, it's been great. I mean, once again, yesterday, people just standing around talking. And, yep. you know, I tried to go uh, get back to the sound booth um, here in the back of the uh, sanctuary. And um, I had a hard time getting back there. It was like 25 people, like yeah, jammed sure. right in front of there. I had to get my stuff back in there. But, right. Uh, but, yeah, it was um, it was quite the uh, – it's been quite the day. And I love, um, I love you know, watching the um, kids department. Yes. Man, that place over there it's is hopping. Just, Wow. It is hopping. Wow. It's like um, the stringers, and uh, I bet they're pulling their hair out at times. Exactly. Well, does Brandon have any hair right now? Well, it's it's buzzed, but um, yeah. He can pull his beard hair out, I guess, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk. You, you talked about you know your, your group down there in Kentucky that mm-hmm. was watching, and we've, we have um, groups of people that are watching our live stream mm-hmm. from you know all over. Yeah, we do. And um, so that has been something over the past – what, 8, 10, 12 months that has just been amazing to me. And, and it's just proof for me of how God can take something mm-hmm. that is so unexpected to us and we can initially view it as something that is a hindrance or something that is not good or bad or whatever. Right. And God can take that and he can turn it around for his good. And I've seen him do that over the past year. Right. Because we've talked about here at RCC, we've talked about live streaming our services for quite a few years. Right. We just have not had that um, that excitement or the drive or the need to be able to do that. Well, with the pandemic and everything and all of that mm-hmm. that went down, we kind of had our hand forced. We did. And, and looking back, it's like, how great was that? Mm-hmm. Um, we had a church in Alabama whose minister um, was not doing well and in the hospital at times. Right. We had a whole church watching down there. Whole church watching for months. Yeah. Months. Um, you know, we've got the group in Kentucky. We've got other people who had been watching when their churches weren't meeting and, and, and they right. didn't necessarily have live streams or stuff. My parents watch in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so now we're you and I are sitting here in our live stream room, and we're just kind of drinking our here. coffee. It's cozy in here, and we're talking, and, and this is something that we're going to be doing every week. Exactly. And you think about technology and where we've come. If this would have happened for us where we are in rural America, mm-hmm. I hate that word. That word is so difficult to say <laughs> for me. It's just like just put marbles in your mouth and slur them <laughs> around. But in rural America where we are, if this would have happened 10, 12 years ago, that would have been tough. Oh. You know, I think you look at a southeast 100%. or a passion city church or Bethel and those people, they they were set up and ready to go for something like this right. back then. But if this would have happened 10 years ago for us – I don't know that we would have had the means or the knowledge 
to be able to be where we're at right, right. now with the live streaming and all of that stuff. And so just to, to see God's timing and to see him take something that initially you look at mm-hmm. it and you're like, man, this is, this is not good. Mm-hmm. God's like, it's okay. Right. I've got this. I've got a plan. My name's continue to mm-hmm. going to get praised. I'm going to continue to be glorified and we're going to continue to reach the mm-hmm. people for the kingdom. Well, I think, um, I think, you know, we've talked about this, uh, for so long. I mean, I mean, since a year, year, March of last year, I mean, have we not said uh, over and over again that God is literally just, it's like he's picked up the church, his church, and he's just shaking it mm-hmm. in his hands. It's, exactly. I believe that God is separating those who are truly going to follow and those who are just on the fringe. Right. And I've seen that. Yeah. And, um, and I think we've seen it lived out um, by, by, by people. And, um, you know, we've seen those people who have lived in fear and those people who have not lived in fear. We've seen those people who have caved into every mandate and those who have not caved right. into the mandates. And through that all, um, in saying all that, there's been all these things that have taken place. And um, all of a sudden, we have this whole ministry that popped up. Right. And not just us, but uh, but other churches, too. And you know me, man. I just um, I'm not much on having me being on film. I don't like my picture oh, taken. You love it. No. <laughs> I'll tell you who loves it. Who? That would be you. Oh, well, sometimes <laughs> he's taking selfies right now while we're doing this. So. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, um, and you know, if it wasn't for the COVID nineteen coronavirus, mm-hmm. and it was just a normal run of the mill life system, which is no longer that way. Right. Um, and you would have come to me and said, hey, I think we should think about live streaming. You know what I would have done? Mm-hmm. I would have drugged my feet. Oh, yeah. Totally drugged my feet, which makes me feel, um, <laughs> kind of makes me feel like a heel because, um, you know, when you think about it, it's like, once again, you know, it's why am I letting my likes or my dislikes or my personality get in the way if this is what God wants to right. happen? And so I've seen this open up. I mean, um this has opened up a lot. I mean, people have stayed connected. Right. And people that we don't know have stayed connected. And mm-hmm. I've heard from them. And, you know, you've heard from them. People who um, who were, um, you know, thought, uh, you know, felt compromised. And they used the live stream as a tool, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yep. Um, that is one of the things that, you know, they they were connected. They stayed right with us the, right. the entire time. Talked to somebody yesterday at church who um, came back on Easter and they, you know, they hugged me and they said, Hey, we just wanted to say thank you because we've, we've listened to every one of the messages. We feel like that we're right mm-hmm. in it of that we haven't been here. And, um, so that, that's really, you yeah. know, that's, that's really, you know, exciting. So I think the, I think the live stream ministry is one of those ministries that, um, really does open the door for many things, right? Many things. Exactly. Yeah. I love what you talked about there. Just kind of being transparent for you though, kind of changing gears here again. Um, you talked about how you would have drug your heel, heels. Right. Um, and my mind goes to Moses. Yeah. You know, how often do I do that on things? Right. You know, being in, in front of the camera, being on Facebook Live for Night of Prayer, all of those things, that that wasn't, I'll be honest, that wasn't out of my comfort zone. Right. Um, that's, that's something, and maybe it's a generational thing, I don't Could know. Be. Um, but that's something that I just kind of slid right into it and was completely fine with. Now there's sometimes where I go back and I watch them and I'm like, my goodness, I need to lose some weight. Oh, well, you know, the camera adds 10 pounds and 20, 
It could be twenty. Okay, maybe. Well, that's where I'm at too. You know, I look at that and I'm like, good night. I've been eating too many donuts at Tim Hortons. Too much cheesecake. Yeah, too much cheesecake. Yeah. But you know, I think that, you know, for maybe somebody out there listening, they think um they think along those lines as well. And they're like, Man, that's that's how I do God sometimes where right. I drag my feet and I do right. I'm, I'm reminded of Moses. Moses tried to throw every excuse oh, yeah. in the book to God. He's like, but I can't go rescue the people because I'm not very good with words. Okay, well I'll send right. I'll send Aaron with you. He can be your spokesman pretty much. And Moses <laughs> pretty much says, But God, but God, but God Exactly. But I do that too. Um and so we all do it. Know, we all do it. And so but it's kind of freeing, you know, you talked about freedom yesterday, coming back full circle there. It's freeing sometimes to be able to be beyond Whatever that situation is, right. after you've finally given in to God, oh yeah, and say, man, how much more could God have used me if I would have just been obedient when He first yeah. opened that door? Yeah, I mean that's that's the thing right there. I mean, you think about all those guys like Moses and um, you know um, guys who are reluctant. You know, you take um, you know Jonah. Mm-hmm. Um, you take guys like that. I mean, these guys love God. They right. love God with all their heart, but they're reluctant in some areas of their life and. And, and I feel like that I'm reluctant a lot too, and, mm-hmm. and I hate that about myself because, um, you know, um, I I don't know if it was so much when I was younger, but now it's almost to the point where you're like, um, I, I don't want to be that way, God. Right. I don't want to. I, I want. I want to do what you want me to do. It yeah. gets back to what you know we've talked about in staff meetings, and you know, and we've talked just one on one and with other people that you know, God, you know, your will be done. Exactly. Your will be done in my life, through my life, around my life, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, driving down the road, walking in Walmart, uh, you know, um, whatever. Yeah, exactly. And um, how hard is that? That's really hard, I think, to— It is. God, your will be done. And so my order is 25 minutes late at Walmart. Mm -hmm. What's God's will right there? Exactly. For me to lose it and be like, why is my order so late? Or is it like, hey, it's no big deal. I know you guys are working hard. Right. um, You know, you guys have a good day. God bless you. And— and all that. I mean, really. I mean, because we get we we get into such a meme mindset, right? You know. But. Yeah, and that's you know for me the way I like to look at that is you know it's it's an opportunity for me to be able to worship God in those moments. You mm-hmm. know, worship doesn't just take place here at church, and it's not just about music. And you and I've talked about that before. We've talked that, about that on night of prayers and and things like that. But you know, when I am faced with a decision that I have to make. Or when I'm sitting at the Walmart pickup and my order's 25 minutes late, right. <laughs> you know how I respond, how how I react, the things that I say, my facial expressions can be or they cannot be an act of worship to God. Yep, um, it's the way you know I live my <clears throat> life. Right. Um, you know I, I love the passage of scripture says, "Offer your body as, as living sacrifice, as holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual." act of worship exactly it didn't say hey sing three songs listen to a message sing another song take communion sing another song and go home because that's your worship right no that's that's corporate worship we fellowship and we get together and we praise god together as the body of christ but then worship continues as we go throughout every step of our day right and i think that you know we talk about all these things you know reluctantly worship uh, whatever when it comes to church i think one of the things that for me the world changed in march of last year for sure and when I say that, it's like there's a lot of followers of Christ and Christians who are hoping that we're going to go back. Right. We're never going back. Mm-hmm. It's never going back to the way it was. And I think that this is a this is a battle within each person that we need to realize this is right. not going back. What is God? 
want me to do? Mm-hmm. How does God want me to present him right. in this culture that is godless and in this culture that is moving away from God? And um, what am I supposed to do? Right. You know, what am I going to do when the governor comes up with something crazy and mandates something crazy that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't agree with? And, right. and literally, as if every, anybody's listened to me speak, I agree with nothing that the governor talks about. <laughs> um, his mandates are, you know, unconstitutional. What, what am I to do? How am I to live my life? And what, what is God's will through that? Right. And what am I supposed to do? Right. And, um, you know, and that's, I think that's why we have to be so... The word, I don't know if the word is um, in tune or grounded. How about that? Grounded. grounded. Exactly. Grounded in God's word. Yeah. We have to know it inside yep. and out. And um, and if we don't know it, like, you know, if we haven't been a Christian that long or a follower of Christ that long, we've really got to get into the mm-hmm. word of God. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that numerous times yep. throughout that. And that's, that's all it is. I mean... Knowing God, understanding God, and we're actually going to talk about this that this Sunday, the truth. And what right. is the truth? Right. Is the truth from the White House, the State House, the you know, the Capitol building? What what's the truth from? Is it from CM, CMSNBC, uh, Fox News? Uh, where what is the truth source? Right. What is the truth source? Yeah. Well, it's God. It's God. It's, it's God's word. word. Period. End of discussion. It's God's word. So, I mean. Um, you know, you look around our our nation, and there's just so many things. That, <laughs> like, okay, like for instance, today, I'm uh, I'm in Marysville, and um, this person's probably going to be listening to this, I'm sure. But I pull up at the stoplight there, and um, you know where Bob Evans is there at the light, and I look over, and there was this lady by herself in her van, and she's got this face mask on, biggest face mask I've ever seen, hands at ten and two, staring straight ahead, and I'm like. I, I I just I I don't get that you right. know it's like I just don't get that I mean I understand if you want to wear a face mask I'm not I'm not saying you shouldn't wear a face mask and all that I just I just don't wear them but I'm thinking you're by yourself you're in your car um what's she listening to right who's right. she listening who's she to listening to that and so that's where and you know and if you're if you're listening to you know um the world. I think you're going to live your life in fear and worry and anxieties, and you're going mm-hmm. to be, what's the next thing coming? What do right. I have to do? Do I have to triple face mask? Do I have to get a vaccination? What do I have to do? And um, if you're listening to the Word of God, I mean, what's God's Word does? Yeah. Brings me peace. Mm-hmm. Brings me joy. What did Jesus say? Don't worry about tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worries of its own. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And boy, doesn't it Trust ever. God. I love what Jesus says there kind of along those lines in um, John chapter 8. It says, uh, Jesus said to the people who believed in him, you are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings and you will know the truth and the truth will what? Set Set you free. free. And how true is that? You know, that's where we should be grounded in, in, in God's truth. Oh, 100%. And I mean, it, 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 here's what, here's what happens a lot. And tell me if I'm wrong and you can tell me because it's just you and me sitting in here. Uh, But what a lot of Christians do is they try to incorporate the word of God the truth of God with some falsity in the world. Right. And they try to combine those two. So let's combine the word of God with some something that's not right. Right. And so we so if you're doing that, you just created a whole nother religion doing exactly. that. Exactly. Right? So Or you take and I see this done a lot too. I can do it, you can do it. Um, anybody that knows their Bible, they can do it. I can take a, a scripture and I can take it out of context mm-hmm. to prove a point that I'm trying to prove. And boy, that's been done a lot this it's been last done a year. lot. 
It's been done a lot. It's been I've seen I and that, that was a big beef with me a few weeks ago where I saw, you know, a high profile a person of of faith who I have a lot of respect for, a lot of right. respect for the work that they do, a lot of respect for the um just the person that they are. Mhm. And what they say, mm-hmm. 99.9% of the time, but there was this right. 0.1% that where one, they yeah. said something on Facebook. And I'm like, that's, Whoa. that's offline. Yeah. That's, you, you're listening to the world. Right. And you're taking a verse of scripture completely out of context, not the way that Jesus intended it to be right. used and bringing them together. Right. And, and it was just like, man, it, you, you know, you remember me those couple of days. I was, I was lit. Yeah. He was like, uh, he was like a, uh, you know, a rooster that's just been lit up, man. <laughs> he was around here. He was clucking and, and everything else. But, you know, and, and, and it gets back to that. You said you agree with 99% of, you know, what this, um, high profile person said. And, um, and, um, that's almost where you got to be like, okay, let's give let's give him a mulligan exactly. on this one, exactly. because that's usually not the way he rolls. For sure, and I've and, seen uh, stuff that he's put out here in the past few days. Even it's been exactly spot on. Exactly. Like, man, okay, he's back. <laughs> he's back. Well, I mean, it's just like uh, we're not always going to agree on everything. Anyway, I mean, you're you're married, I'm married, and mm-hmm. you know, you don't always agree with your spouse either on on everything. So sometimes you just got to give give a mulligan on that. But that right. was a pretty uh, that was a pretty uh, that was a pretty out of context. It was, it was pretty uh, out of context. Yeah, like was I was looking for for his email address, and I, and I never did. I let it slide. I prayed about it, and and that kind of goes back to that too. And maybe we can have you him know. on the podcast. Here. Maybe. I, hey, I would love it. That'd I think be awesome. Be great. It'd just be um, Brandon, and we'll, we'll we'll surprise you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I um, I was listening to um, oh, I think it was last week. Um, okay, I'll go ahead and say his name. I was listening to Joe Biden. I thought you were gonna say Joe Rogan. <laughs> well, I, I've heard him too, <clears throat> but I was listening to Joe Biden, and uh, this was a clip that was uh, taken from I believe it was December. Or January, but they replayed it again. And he says, I'm coming to bring light to the darkness. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Strange quote. So I got to thinking about that quote. And, as, and I know we have not talked about this at right. all. I'm just throwing this on you. Right. And he said he's trying to bring hope, but he's going to be a light in a dark world. And um, is that blasphemous? I feel like I've heard that before. Is that blasphemous, though? Mm. I mean, you think about uh, you think about that because um, there's only one person that has ever brought light to the dark world, and that's Jesus Christ. Because exactly. don't you have to actually walk with Christ mm-hmm. to bring the light of Christ? Right. And um, you know, and I know somebody's going to be listening to this, and they're going to think, you know. You know, you guys, I can't believe you're being going political. down that road. Right. But here, it's not being political, but if anybody has ever checked out the 190-page um, Democratic platform, there is no God mentioned in that at all. Right. None. And I know both Republicans and Democrats have their issues. Exactly. And I, I don't like either one of mm-hmm. them. But at least in the platform of the Republican um, you know, platform, they have um, – they mentioned God and family and all this, but if you check out the the Democratic and I and I actually truthfully this is the truth I read this this past week, hundred and ninety pages, it was the it was like wading through 
Okay, I'm not, I can't say it, but it was wading through a lot. <laughs> Let me just tell you that. No, no, why you're so tired. Today. Oh, I'm wore out. No wonder my throat is sore, right? <laughs> but I, uh, as I read through that, it, it talked a lot about, you know, you know, women's health care, which they mentioned abortion, mm-hmm, and right. they talked about transgender lifestyle. They talked about, um, you know, gay marriage and all that. And then I'm thinking that all goes against the word of God. And how can you bring light to the world? If you're not following exactly. the light exactly. who is, of, you know, who, who actually brought right. to this world. And so I was reading, um, got me thinking about this and I, and I got to reading in, in a passage of scripture and it's very, uh, it's very, uh, oh, um, it's John chapter one, you know, um, I'm trying to pull it up right now. I did have it, but it blanked out on me. Um, it says in the beginning, the word existed and the word was with God and the word was God. And he existed in the beginning with God, created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought, are you ready? Light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Mm-hmm. So I I just happen to think that statement is blasphemous because it's like yeah for sure can, can you imagine making that statement hey i'm here to bring light to your world right that's a very uh condescending statement unless you are literally jesus I was gonna christ say, as, well but as even as christ followers and, and i don't know mr biden very well don't doesn't appear to be giving that a way. coffee with him no we don't okay. have coffee together but <laughs> but you know if you're a christ follower that's what you are called to be Right. You know, Matthew five fourteen, Jesus says this, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. Um, you know, in the same way, Matthew five sixteen, in the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise you. No, will praise your heavenly father. Exactly. We are to be lights that do what? They're all, they're vertical. Exactly. They point to God. And that light that you're bringing to the world is to point people to God. Exactly. It's not that you're bringing light to the world. Right. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's almost, and I saw this done very, very, very well. It's been about five or six years ago now. We um, took our middle school kids. Okay. Our, they're not kids; they're students. Um, our middle school teenagers, whatever they were, um, to it was Indiana, but it was to CIY Move. Okay. Or CIY Believe, sorry, which is Christ in Youth's middle school conference. It's a two day conference, and they gave everybody a small keychain flashlight and there was about 15 1600 people mm-hmm. in this auditorium mm-hmm. and they brought out a mirror and had everybody turn on their little tiny flashlights i mean if you had a flashlight and you shined it in the pitch dark it couldn't do much right but 15 1600 people in this auditorium they turned the lights completely out and had everybody shine their lights to the front and they took that mirror and they were able to reflect all of those lights. Oh, awesome. That's what we're called to do. Exactly. Jesus is the light of the world. He's the light, and we reflect that light. And we reflect light. it. Yeah. And we, we can't provide the light. Right. But we can reflect that light through Jesus. And well, I just thought that was the, one of the most blasphemous. Um, yeah. And I'm not a, I'm not shocked that comes what, what comes out of his mouth, because for 47 years, it's just been nothing but godless rhetoric. And right. so, um, but um, I just thought that was just a very condescending where it's like, look at me, look what I'm going to do, instead of, hey, I'm going to bring you the light of Jesus Christ, and this is what um, that right. 
what I what what I want to project. It wasn't anything like that at all. But um, yeah, I you know you and I've talked about this, and I've talked about this. You know when I've I've preached about this, I really don't know how a person can call themselves a Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ, and literally vote or support somebody who is a Democrat that supports all those things mm-hmm. that go against the Word of God. Right. That would be like me or you supporting some. Um, like the hustler shop right, or an adult right. bookstore, say exactly. we're just sending them funds because mm-hmm. you know I know the guy and it's a okay. It, well, you know they would people would go crazy if we exactly. did that, and that's the same thing. I mean this this is a godless movement. It's mm-hmm. uh, to t- totally take away God from from this world. And like I said, I'm not a fan of either party um, because I think both of them are. Um, they got some major issues to go for on. sure. <laughs> you know, just like thank God we have a, a Supreme Court, um, the, the ones that voted that you could continue to have prayer meetings in your house. It was five to four. Yeah, only that five. Was what out in California? Out in California, yeah. and um, you know, I don't know what's going on with John Roberts. I I don't know if he has got uh, if he's um, if his brain has been eaten up. I, I don't know. Poor guy. He he cannot make a a good godly decision and. He claims to be a follower of Jesus Christ, but he goes totally against God right. in his words. So, you know, I mean, once again, we talked a little bit earlier. What's God's will in my life for right. this? Right. Um, yeah, I'm angry about these guys because mm-hmm. I think they're godless. I think they're heretics. I think that they're 100 percent going a direction that is uh, they're intentional about leading you astray. Right. But what do I do yeah. about that? And that was going to be my question. Pray, you know, pray. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Pray and continue to pray for them. Right. And how hard is that? That is hard. Mm-hmm. Think about it. that. Is super hard to pray for a person in that position who, um, you know, is not listening. Right. But I mean, my prayer has been simple actually for for these guys is that somehow, some way that um, even at a moment or a time or an hour that they would um, hear some godly advice. That for somehow some for some way that God's spirit would find a way to convict them right? Um, to, to know him. Because ultimately, I mean, whether you're John Roberts or Joe Biden or Mitch McConnell or Donald Trump or whoever you are, what's the ultimate goal? Well, you want to know Jesus Christ and right. you want those people to know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior. And mm-hmm. truthfully, as, as, as angry as you are at some of these guys, I think the, uh, you know, to know that they would legitimately find Jesus Christ saving grace that changes the scope. It changes. I, it I look at it differently now. Yeah, exactly. You know, and now I'm like, okay, God, that's your will. Exactly. Yeah, and that was going to be my question. You know, with everything going on in in the world and and all of the the different narratives that point you away from God and away from God's truth. You know, we're going to be talking about the truth this mm-hmm. weekend. You know, how do we respond? Mm-hmm. You know, because I think that it has to be a response. Um, you know, I don't know that. We go crazy and and do anything ridiculous, but what is what is my life? Does my life change? Mm-hmm. Does it look differently? And that's my prayer: is that my life does look differently, mm-hmm. so that when people see me, they're like, "Okay, hold on, what's why is he not why is he not following in falling in line there? Why does he?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it it allows you to have conversations with people, hundred mm-hmm. percent, um, which hopefully then in turns to people coming to know Jesus Christ, right. And you know, um, part of part of my calling, I believe, is to keep people to prepare them for what's to come. Right. I believe that with all my heart. Um, 
and um, you know, I mean, you know, and I know. I mean, I have been dinged many, many times for being political, or uh, for being. <laughs> Um, <laughs> or for whatever, right. you know, I've got some really kind emails. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, um, and I, and I don't force, I don't see myself as being political. What I see myself is trying to help prepare people's minds and heart, but we live in such a politically mm -hmm. driven climate. Right. That's all we hear about. And, um, so when you bring things up, People, it almost throws them off guard because it's from a, a place that you don't normally. And, you know, let's be honest, a lot of ministers and churches will not go down that road. Right. I don't have a problem going down that road right. because, you know, I really feel like that um, in doing that, God is going to use that word because I, you know, you know as well as I do, I try to use scripture not out of context. Exactly. And it's really hard because there's, you know, I've told you, <laughs> there's a lot of times where I'm going down a road, I'm like, oh, I think this is just me talking. Right. And I can't find anything to back this up. So I will, I'll pull it out. Yeah. I, I won't say it. I won't say it at all. Mm -hmm. Or I'll qualify it, be like, well, this is just me, but, right. and I'll only do it for, for a second. Yeah. But I don't really want to get a follower for me. I want people to know Jesus Christ. I want people to know his word. I want people to fall in love with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the saving message of yeah. what is it? It's Jesus going to the cross and dying for my sins and shedding his blood and covering me with that. Mm -hmm. And it's Jesus Christ walking out of that tomb. Right. And that's that tomb is totally empty today. The stone is totally rolled away. Yeah. And Jesus Christ lives forever. And he has given me the opportunity to buy into that. Right. And so that's it. Exactly. That's it. That's the message. It's not stimulus, vaccinations, who's going to win the next election. It is Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. period, in the discussion. Yeah. And if occasionally we bring up political things, it is yeah. what it is, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I love what you said there of you don't want to get another follower for you. You know, Craig no. Brads is going to come and go. Oh, 100%. You're not promised tomorrow. I'm not promised tomorrow. I may come and go. Um, and, and so when we, that's heaven, buddy. Exactly. Oh, that's, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Amen. Um, but you know, we, we shouldn't strive to get people in our camp or get people to follow us. No. You know, we should be following Jesus so close that mm -hmm. they just hop in line. Yeah. I agree with that 100% because the, um, it literally is following Jesus Christ. It's walking in his steps. I mean, mm -hmm. it's really hard. It's like yesterday, uh, we were talking a little bit about forgiveness, if you remember. Yep. And, um, oh, one yeah, of the, th <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that I mentioned that, um, even the, even writing it down and looking at it, saying it yesterday and going to say it now, it, it boggles my mind is that Jesus Christ takes forgiveness to another whole level. Right. And it's another whole level that number one, I have a hard time understanding. And it's another whole level that it makes me totally uncomfortable. And so you take my understanding and me being uncomfortable. And when I do understand the level, and then I'm now uncomfortable because Jesus is like, I go so far, but Jesus is like, you need to go another like a thousand miles on right. forgiving and mercy and grace and all that because that's what I've done for you. Mm -hmm. So you're like, oh my goodness, you know, right. it's like it's another whole level of um going down a road with Christ. So, man, he turns you in, you either do it or you don't. Right. Yeah. And that's convicting too. Right. Some good stuff. This is good. Yeah, it is good. I'm enjoying it. No, we're only 45 minutes in. No, we're not. Oh, yeah. 
Really? Yeah. Seems like I just sat down here and started talking, but probably people are listening. It's like, are these guys ever going to shut up? Are they up? ever going to wrap it up? <laughs> so. Have you watched any good baseball games lately? Um, actually, um, I did. I watched a really good baseball game. What year was it? <laughs> well, actually, um, it was the 1979 California Angels against the Oakland A's. Okay. And uh, Ricky Henderson's um, rookie year, Nolan Ryan's last year with the Angels. And, um, man, if if you've ever seen mm, Nolan, Nolan Ryan, Ryan pitched, I don't know if you've ever yep, saw him I pitch. Have. Like, okay, how old were you when you saw him? Because he retired, like, what, in 93 or 4? Yeah, so I was born in 85. Okay, so I, you, I you saw him. him. Yeah. You've never really ever seen Nolan Ryan pitch in real life, okay? And I actually saw him pitch several times when he was with the Astros because American League, I didn't up until that time. But in 1980... I was at, it was July 4th, 1980. How about this going back? Five years before you Five were years born. prior to Brandon. Um, my mom and dad and my brother and I, we all went down to the Reds game, and it was the Astros in the Reds, and Nolan Ryan was pitching. He was like three or four strikeouts away from his 3,000 strikeout. And, um, man, I'm going to tell you what, for he pitched only four and like two-thirds innings. You can check it out because he they started to tag him. But I have never in my life, and I mean to this day, seen somebody throw a baseball as hard as Nolan Ryan threw that mm. night. And you could hear the glove of the catcher popping every time. I mean, he was going for 3,000, yeah. and uh, and he got it. And um, So he got it like in the third inning or something. He struck out like it was like the fourth strikeout in the third inning, and he strikes out, um, I think, red center fielder Cesar Geronimo uh, for that, by the way, which Cesar Geronimo was Bob Gibson's 3,000 strikeout, too. How about that little wow, baseball? There tidbit? you go. Right. And so what are the odds on that, really? The poor guy. <laughs> I mean, really, what are the odds? But uh, but anyway, that so I'm watching this game now, flashback to 79 on Anita has been gone because um, we she's been with our family. And um so I'm watching this game, and I watched about seven innings of it, and I was like, "This is really good." Yeah, good. Co- you know, we talked about fundamentals. Uh, uh-huh. You know, the last time, good fundamentals. Yeah. Everything just was just perfect. I loved it. So that's my baseball game. So there you go. But you're probably uh, last night's Braves game. I watched the the Braves game, and I'm glad I went to bed. <laughs> right. Because there was a controversial call. I, I had to pull it up on. Uh, had to pull it up. I, I had the game recorded, and so I don't watch a lot of baseball anymore. I, I get tired of the drama and the all of the the fanfare that goes with it nowadays. But um, I guess there was a controversial, controversial play in the, the ninth inning that, you know, as a Braves fan, I'm pretty sure the guy was out. But they caught him safe and went to replay. And, of course, so, as a Braves fan, right? Yeah, as a, yeah. As a Braves fan. But So, yeah. So this is fun. We should uh, do this again. How about next week? I'm game. Great. As long as we get people to listen. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about, you know, as we said off the top, you know, we're going to be talking – little bit of everything um we may be talking some about you know the message from the previous day we may be talking about you know current events in the world what's going on um if anybody has any um any topics that they want us to touch on and hit on mm-hmm. feel free to email the church richwood r-i-c-h-w-o-o-d church of christ at gmail.com and um and we'll take those into consideration and that'd be fun maybe it? dive into that yeah you know it'd be even fun if we did that is as if we like you wrote all those topics down if we got them and we put them like in a basket or yeah. something and we just hand drew them and just off the cuff we did it. Cause like we didn't yeah. rehearse this at all today. No, we're just, we're just sitting here 
two guys chatting at a you know at a restaurant or whatever. Right. But but we're in this cozy life, and we don't have any food, and we have no food. That would be actually be good too. That would be good. I um I was reading a verse of scripture, um, and you know you know this scripture as well as anybody, and um, this was my um. I've actually read this scripture every day for the past six days. Okay. okay. And, um, and I don't know why I've been doing this, but it, it's a, a scripture that I have quoted quite a bit. And I love this scripture, but for some reason, I need the scripture right now. And here's what it is it's Philippians 4 8. You know, right? And he says, Now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing fix your thoughts on what is true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Verse 9 goes on to say, keep putting into practice all that you've learned and received from me and everything that you've heard from me and you saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Mm -hmm. And so as I read that scripture this morning, and I read it again, and I knew that you and I were going to be doing this here this afternoon or this morning, and this was going to be going out this week. And I thought, what a great... um, what a great uh, verse to kind of fill in the chinks to be grounded. Exactly. I mean, fix your eyes on what is what? True, true honorable, admirable, admirable right. lovely, praiseworthy. You think this excellent mm-hmm. and worthy of praise. Think about these things. And I love that last sentence in verse 9 where he says, And then the God of peace mm-hmm. will be with you. And I and that really is convicting to me because, um, you know, as much as I like to think, hey, you know, I, I don't get off track and I don't go sideways, I don't do this, I do. Yeah, for sure. And it's, a, and it's, and it's an incredible thing when you can really fix your eyes mm-hmm. on what God wants us to do. And by the way, if anybody is listening and you want a bracelet with Philippians 4.8 on it, we you're wearing one right now. Yep. Uh, we have them here at church, and um, feel free to uh, to email us. Um, you can email me personally, or you can email the, I don't know what the church's email address is. Do you? Richwoodchurchofchrist at gmail.com. How about if you do that? You just email richwoodchurchofchrist at gmail.com. Just tell us you want a bracelet. We'll send it to you free of charge, and you can put that on as a reminder um, to fix your eyes on what God yeah, wants you to do. Absolutely. Because I'm telling you what, that verse um, for the last six days has really... Mm-hmm convicted me no for sure Um, and i love that you know you said talked about that last sentence you know god of peace we can search for peace in so many different ways right but true peace only comes Mm -hmm. from god Mm -hmm. and so so as we kind of close up shop today you know we're just going to leave you guys with that of you know stay grounded in in God and in his truth and his word. And we'll be talking about that again next week. I'm sure as oh, we're yeah. talking about the truth, um, this coming, this coming Sunday. Um, but, but stay grounded and, and mm-hmm. continue to shine and, and reflect, not shine, but to reflect that light of Jesus. Exactly. 100%. So. And, um, any chance my name might overflop yours next week? I will see what we can do, but probably not. Okay. I'm just we'll checking. See. Yeah. <laughs> well, Hey, thanks for joining us. We hope you have a blessed week and a uh, great rest of your day today, whenever you're listening. Yeah, same thing. Um, hope you guys are, are going to have a great week and continue to keep your eyes on on Jesus Christ. And um, I'm looking forward to doing this again with you. I had a really good time. It was good. Yeah, it was very good. You providing coffee next time? I can do that. I can okay. bring donuts, too. Oh, yes. Yeah, like right. It's lunchtime, right? Exactly. Right now, yeah. All right, you guys have a good day. Hey, see you. Bye-bye.